our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Hello and welcome to Girls That Invest. Today is Thursday, which means we're bringing you Girls That Business, a weekly series where we spill the tea on how to create a seven-figure side hustle because no one saves their way to wealth. You're joined today by Sim, a seven-figure business owner, and with me is Maya, an entrepreneur in the making. Hello, Maya. Kia Hello. I have been like waiting to record this in some capacity. Like when it happened, I was like, I need to share this story. Mm. Like this is something that I've like touched on. It's something that has like, I've been like trying to make a YouTube video, should I do a podcast, should I like do a web? Like I just feel like it has, it was like the big life-changing moment for me. Mm-hmm. And it was before Girls That Invest. And I just like want to talk about it. Wow. Okay. So we're talking about how you made... 50k 50,000 in one day with a product-based business yes I just like <laughs> you just like what do you say to that okay yeah. well yeah and I'll give some context so before Girls Invest I ran a few businesses that were more like hobbies some liked it better than others and then one of them was called the Indian Feminist mm-hmm. and the Indian Feminist had a very large social media following at the time of 300,000 people and I would sell merchandise so things yep. like t-shirts and totes and mugs and if you've listened to like these Thursday business series you will have like heard me talk about it so I won't ramble too much but the idea behind it was 2020 had hit Mm-hmm. And I was quite like worried. And I was like, COVID is, you know, kind of probably going to slow my business down. Like I'll just, I was ready to close shop basically. Okay. I was like, this is just so unpredictable. I don't know what's going on. But by Feb 2020, one like really interesting thing happened. People started staying home and then online shopping started to increase mm-hmm. and everyone was home and they were spending more money. And that's kind of the like preface to the story. Mm-hmm. Okay, because 50K is a lot of money for one day. I actually just realized when we worked together, when you were an optometrist, my salary was less than 50K. Oh my God. Yeah. And you made more than I did in a year in one day. That's so true. That's insane. That's insane. Yeah. After a while, numbers don't feel real. Mm -hmm. It feels like play money. Yeah. And I think like hearing things like that, like not brings you back to earth, but you're like, yeah. Because on one hand, you'll be like 50K doesn't feel like a lot in comparison to like other e-commerce business Mm -hmm. owners that Mm -hmm. I see making videos. Good point. Yeah. It just kind of brings things into context. It actually took me a few minutes. I was like, wait, trying to conceptualize what 50K is. And I was like, actually, 
and then you put that into context you're like holy cow one day versus a year insane so what happened was that COVID had hit and I was like oh online business is really popping off let me like do more in this space and Mm -hmm. let me see if I can like put out more products that are like more topical or more helpful during this time and I won't say I think there's some things that like maybe I'm not ready to share but I won't say what the product was but Mm -hmm. it was an accessory yep something you could wear and it was something that was like within the realm of like Indian diaspora like work like the designs Mm -hmm. of it if, if I can say that and it wasn't a very expensive item either mm-hmm. and so let's say like maybe under $30 okay so was it like apparel apparel like apparel and accessories and everything on, on that website was apparel and accessories and so I remember just being like this is so cool and I saw a article go up about like cool things to buy during like the pandemic mm-hmm. and uh, I, I can't remember like what the context was but I was like oh I fit into this so I like emailed the like I found the writer who wrote it because you know it'd be like article by like John Smith so I guess John Smith's email and I emailed them and I was like hey just letting you know like I also have this store and like this is what I sell if you want to like add it to the list and they're like oh yeah of course like how did we miss that so then they added it to this like large article that was seen by a lot of people and that then drove sales to the point where we made 50,000 US dollars in a day Wow. Like, let's just go back. You just emailed the guy who was writing the article and you were like, hey, by the way, here's my stuff. Like, can you just pop it in? And they did. Not like, can you pop it in? Yes and no. Like, on one hand, it comes across like, I was like, you owe this to me. Like, I should be on there. It was more like, this will benefit your article. Like, that's how I positioned it. Yes. Like, well, if you're going to write an article of like, top five things to buy or like top five places to buy, then like, I'm one of them. Yeah. Yeah, Here's here's something cool. Here's something cool that fits the bill of what you're looking for. Hmm. And it's also just like a reminder, if you don't ask, you don't get. Exactly. Just put yourself out there. Just put yourself out there. And so that's what it was. And I think obviously it wasn't like a new business or a new website or Mm -hmm. a new idea that had just come out. Like these were, I had been doing this for four years up to this point. So I had like a very established website. I had products going out. I used what was called print on demand, which means that as when someone buys something, then it gets made and shipped out within a week. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have any overhead or inventory and the beauty of like so many people buying stuff is I didn't sell out it wasn't like Um, oh well I only had a hundred I don't know shirts for example and now I have all these orders and I can't sell more it was like well if there's more demand like that's okay if five thousand people buy it five thousand will be made oh okay can we just quickly touch on what a product-based business is So a product-based business is a business which, I guess it's in in the name, it is where the business sells a physical good. And Mm -hmm. that's different to a service-based business. So a service-based business could be like an accounting firm where you're providing a service. It could be like counseling. It could be coaching. And a digital business or digital product-based business is kind of what Girls That Invest does. So we offer like free content. We do newsletters. We do the podcast. And then our products that we sell are like the online workshops we do or in-person workshops that we do. 
So we're an online-based business, but we don't have like a physical thing to sell. Maybe the book, but that's not something we sell. Like that's Mm. through a publisher. But an online-based business is going, hey, I want to sell stickers or I want to sell mugs. Mm. And now I have to hold these mugs and stickers. And I have more things to think about now because now I have to think about shipping and I have to think about like if the product's Mm. faulty, if someone doesn't like, I mean, it doesn't happen often, but if someone doesn't like your digital based product, you don't have to like pay for shipping for them to do that. You can just be like, Oh, I'm sorry. Like I'll just refund you or like you can keep it and just have it as like a good for will product. There's kind of less expense because there's no like having to physically return something yeah, because it's digital. Yeah. So that's kind of the beauty of it. Like it's online, but the product based business has a lot of pros as well. And so I'd love to like chat about like why it works so well and mm-hmm. how you can like I think it's still like is a good business idea in 2023. So do you prefer product over digital? I think in my heart because I think at heart I'm really I really enjoy marketing Mm -hmm. like products are so much easier to market so the benefit of a product-based business is you've got a physical thing like if you sell phone cases you can show videos of the phone case you can have people hold the phone case people are more likely to see it out and about in public Mm -hmm. like no one's going to see a GTI course in public yeah do you know what I mean so it's more visual and it's more everywhere and the way people buy things is they have to see something like six times before they buy it that's like marketing 101 really so if like if you think about it like you've got a frank green drink bottle in front of you and (laughs) firstly it is an atrociously (laughs) large drink bottle it's one liter (laughs) i have like my free drink bottle that someone gave me from like a promotional event that i went to but the point being is like you didn't look at the first frank ad that you saw Mm. and buy the drink bottle no you didn't even like see like one person like it took you a few times like this was what what did you say like it literally took me a year to decide because purely they're a bit expensive they are like 70 dollars for a water bottle that's ridiculous i think Yes. So it took me legitimately a year and I only bought it as like a congratulatory gift for me. And I love it. I mean, it's beautiful. It's like mm. a forest green. It has its lines, ceramic lined. It has a straw. It's a good paperweight. <laughs> it's a good paperweight. It's a fa- And you know what? That's a big bottle. Like you could knock someone out with mm. that if you were in danger. Yeah. Like no one you. thinks about it's it. It's a good um, protection. It's good. Thank multi-purpose you. but like you said you didn't buy that instantly and so no. with marketing people don't buy things when they see them straight away even if you see like a billboard you don't go home and then buy that thing that you saw on the mm-hmm. billboard it's just like touch points that you have yeah and so the beauty of physical products is you can have a lot of touch points it can be on a billboard it can be an instagram post it can be on the newsletter mm-hmm. it can be people actually holding people it people holding yeah. it like you see it more and it's just more visual and from a marketing point of view if you're like a business owner and you're getting started yourself like oh my goodness you can just like jump on and be like hey I am just gonna make some TikToks of me like wrapping this up and like shipping out my products Mm -hmm. and that does well like the behind the scene business owner content is so big on TikTok and Instagram and it is so easy to grow a large following by sharing the behind the scenes that I sometimes envy product-based businesses because you can like do that you can be like day in the life or like here at story time while I like package this people can't be like hey watch me like record a webinar 
and like sit in front of your computer for seven, eight hours. Hey, watch me copyright. And just like, (laughs) all you hear is like, like that is not, not as attractive. Attractive. Mm -mm. You just see me in front of a computer all day that who it's boring, Mm -hmm. but I've seen a lot of great product-based business owners grow followings, small or large, but very dedicated followings because they'll be like, Hey, um, I'm going to go and like send off some packages today. Like watch me put some orders together. Watch me write a little like lovely like handwritten note to like put in the order and like slip it into the package I'm like I wish I could do that yeah and there really is something about physically like holding something and receiving something yeah and like it's the you know it's it's like you buy a gift for yourself and it's an experience Mm. and with online based products you have to improve that experience because people aren't going to get the same level of like satisfaction with the like beautiful wrapping Mm. and the colors and the notes and that is so true. Like with also with my bottle, I bought myself some perfume and the lady was, she was like, oh, is this like a gift? Do you need it gift wrapped? And I was like, oh no, no, no. And then I was like, actually, yes, yes, please. Like I got my own, I bought something for myself and I got it gift wrapped. Maya, you have single-handedly caused an extra like 1% <laughs> increase in the ozone layer. <laughs> thanks to your like lack of sustainability. I'm kidding. Like, Maya is the most sustainable person I've ever met in my life. I mean, the perfumes are like 100% derived from plant products. It's like made in New Zealand, not tested on animals, just like perfume. How does it feel killing a dolphin that day? (laughs) (laughs) It was paper. (laughs) Messing with you. The thing with product-based businesses, so you've got the beautiful side of like the social media, but the other benefit of it is you really can scale quite quickly compared to like a service-based business. So Mm. again, with service, there's only so much time you have. And I was speaking with a really fantastic business owner that first did like coaching for careers. Mm -hmm. And she was saying, I could have scaled so much faster, but I spent so much time actually like spending time on coaching calls with one-on-one people Mm. that I wish I had just done like courses and then just sold the courses or like written like workshops or books that people could buy and then they just buy the books and then mm-hmm. they don't have to like spend hours with me and Give your time yeah. up every day like that. Exactly. And so the beauty of like products is the more people that join in and listen, the more they like can buy more and then you can scale and you can start off like doing it in your garage and you can like get a bigger workshop and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. But yeah, so the there are benefits of product-based businesses, but then there's some like downsides as well. Mm-hmm. For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication, and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone, powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone and the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it, from local pop-ups to global retailers, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple, increased revenue, expanded reach and enhanced customer experience. It's a win, win, win. To learn more about how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. 
So what are the downsides? Wow. Did I just like prompt you to ask me a question that I like wanted to ask? (laughs) Like, how did you know? We're such good communicators. (laughs) I found that the downside of product-based business, well, there was a few, but I'll talk about what I had first. Mm -hmm. Firstly was there is more customer service involved. So when you have a physical product, more things can go wrong because the product has to be made correctly. Mm-hmm. It then has to be shipped to the right address and it has to be uh, picked up and arrived by the customer. And so three things can go wrong. They can put in the wrong address. They can order the wrong size. We can also like the, the factory that makes so the way print on demand worked is it would be like a factory in the US. If someone ordered something, it would get like made and then like shipped, but they might ship the wrong size. They might ship the wrong product. Then the delivery, it might not reach the person. Like it goes to the wrong address or it goes to the right address, but someone steals it Mm. or it goes to the right address, but they miss it and it gets sent back. It can also arrive broken. And so these are all like things that can go wrong. So many errors. Every single order. Yeah. And that involved a lot of headspace for me to like sort out and be like, how do I fix this? And basically you just have to like take it on. Like if, if you are a small merchant, a small business and you send a shirt to someone and the shirt gets lost in the mail, even if it's the shipping company's fault, like what are you going to say to the customer? Like, sorry. It's still your business. It's still your name and reputation on the line, not the delivery yeah. person. So you've lost what you've sent and now you have to like repay for free shipping and a free product again. So you've like lost out twice. Mm. Um, and so that's what I just have to do. I'd be like, I'm so sorry. Like, here's, here's the, another one. Here's another one. Because yeah. you don't want to give them a refund that's maybe cheaper for you, but then they don't have the product and they're not going to come back mm. and they're not going to wear it and then show it to their friends and be like, oh yeah, there was a hiccup, but like, I really love this top. There's a missed opportunity with immediately saying like, oh, here's a refund instead. It's like a short term gain. Like they'll just be like, oh yeah, I like, tried to order something from that website and it never came. They just refunded me. Yeah. yeah. And that's not word of mouth that you want to have out there so yeah so there's a lot more word of like a lot more that weighs on word of mouth because then there's a lot more conversations like hey I like your phone case where did you get it from yes. and now this person is going to talk about it like less people are going to be like hey I love your like iPad planner or I love your like like workshop template or your like CV builder like that doesn't <laughs> happen so the yeah there's that con of product-based business mm-hmm. the customer service is huge and it just costs a lot more you have to factor in like well for each unit I send like each item there's a shipping cost there's mm. a um, handling cost there's a delivery cost there is like customer service costs associated with it so for each product there's more that weighs on like for each unit sold like it might sell for ten dollars but it might have cost you like seven dollars to make Mm, when you factor in everything there's a lot more upfront costs to it the profit margins are a lot lower now with online digital products your costs might be high at the start like making a course or having you know like a, a template or like an excel spreadsheet that you sell or whatever it is that you do like an ipad diary pdf that you sell that costs a lot at the start, but for each item you sell, it doesn't cost you more to make it. And that's why mm. software businesses do well, like tech companies, like apps do so well because Microsoft only had to make like the Microsoft Office once and maybe like update it. Mm. But how many do they sell? Yeah. And they don't. it doesn't cost them to sell more per unit. Like it doesn't, yeah. you don't have to sit down with a developer and remake it per person you sell it for. That's such a good point to make because you don't, 
as I guess when you first start out, you probably don't see how many costs it takes to create a product and all of the things that can potentially go wrong as opposed to a digital product where you're literally spending typically that one time doing bulk of the work and then again, just kind of doing refinements and updates, which is a lot less time consuming. I agree. And I think at the end of the day, like you want it to be work that you enjoy and work that I just don't think should make your life harder. And sometimes you've got to weigh up what is better for me. Mm. And so GTI is completely digital based product completely digital like the only physical thing we have is the book Mm -hmm. and again like I said we don't have to because it's like a book company that takes care of a publisher we don't have to like ship the book we don't have to deal with customer service we've had people message us in the dms and honestly like I'm I'm, I kind of love that they do this because it shows that they think we like clearly we care enough for them to message us but they'll be like hey my like girls that invest amazon book didn't come through what should i do oh. and we'll have to be like oh like we we have no affiliation with like amazon or like barnes and noble like this bookstore but like this is the email that you should like message them and yeah. let us know if they like don't respond like yeah. we'll get to the bottom of it mm-hmm. but it's very sweet it goes to show that there's like trust yeah exactly but yeah imagine that but like with every product like every book that ever like got lost or didn't arrive or like was bent or like, I'll give you an example of a nightmare that we had. It was our very first book launch and we had ordered 250 books from our publisher for the book launch, the Mm -hmm. big book launch, like the big official one. And they did not check, like not the publisher, but the printing house did not do like a good quality check. And 20% 20% of the books, I'm pretty sure, Whoa. were misprinted. Like the first four pages were missing. Whoa. Yeah. And we didn't check. I think that was our fault. Publisher didn't check. And then the printing house didn't check. And they're all like different people. Like they contracted out yeah. the printing. And it was a nightmare. But like that's like, that's an example of product-based things have their own issues. Mm. Like if we did a course once, I did a course for the Girls That Invest Masterclass and someone messaged me and she was like, hey, I just want to let you know you uploaded a video that was the raw video for the course. And like, so Maya (laughs) knows all about like the editing that we do. And it's like me, I picked my nose in the video. (laughs) I yawned. I coughed. And I would do the clap. So, you know, so when I record, if I say something wrong, I clap and then I like say it again. So that was all in there. And she laughed. She was like, it's so funny. It humanizes you, but I thought I'd let you know. And that's a defect that I can fix by jumping online. Like mm-hmm. it was 11 p.m. I jumped out of bed. I got my laptop up. I removed that video. Yes. And the next morning I uploaded the correct one. Yeah. And that was just like a computer error. Like it had saved, but not saved. Yeah. And it just happens. But that's an easy fix versus like. And it didn't cost you anything. It didn't cost me anything. Yeah. Versus like all these people. I think like 50 people had to like email this email and then send their address and then get a new book shipped. And then like someone was like, hey, it's been a couple of weeks and I didn't get the book. And then they have to get like another one sent because it got lost in the mail. So product-based businesses have their pros and cons. I honestly thought that that was what I was going to do with my life. I thought it was going to be a product-based business. Mm -hmm. So I was very for it but now I changed my mind yeah it's during this discussion it definitely is like here is the benefits of a digital based product and I mean GTI is purely digital based as well so when you had this amazing sale day from then you're like this is 
I'd like product based. <laughs> I like made fifty grand. I was like, this is not bad. I could do product based businesses for not bad at all. It was great, and that was partly the reason, like that. I then invested that money into the share market and I like saw a few stocks do well. And then I kind of like increased my money and and long story short, like it allowed me to buy my first home Mm -hmm. like that plus investing and the compounding effect of it. I would say that that was my first taste of like, there is money to be made online. Mm. That was something I'd never experienced before. I was like, I live in New Zealand and I can make a like legally operated very fun, very impactful business that I love because this, this was before girls that invest. And like, this is more money than I've ever seen in my life. Mm. Like I've never seen $50,000 before. Yeah, Maybe like I had a salary, which was a little bit more than 50,000, but that would be like weekly and it would come in like taxed. And so to have this money and be like, I can use this money to like do anything I want. I could put a home deposit down. I could invest in another business. I used it for the home deposit, but I was like, this is crazy. Like there is there is money to be made wow. online if you have an impactful business and you have good business skills, which we're teaching in this episode. Yes. That's so neat to hear because I've always known you as like you're really driven and you have all of your fingers and like different pies and stuff like that. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you, you, you're driven and you're ambitious and you do a lot of things. And for you to think like this was the moment that I realized actually I can make a really good income while also doing a passion of mine and it's online. It was just like life changing. I must have come into work and just had like a big smile on my face that day. You must be like Simran, you look really happy, and yeah, I would have been like, you're yeah, glowing, and you're like, mm, it's the retinol. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just the retinol, and like I get to buy my own home first. So, yeah, it was crazy because if you don't, you you almost have to see it to believe it. Yeah, you have to be like, I see other people do it, but it's not for me. Or like, I've seen the success that other people have had with business, but like, this was just a cute, fun hobby. Like my cute little business is kind of how I used to view what I was doing Mm -hmm. for a long time. And if people asked what I was doing, like, what's the Indian feminist? I would be like, oh, it's my Instagram account. Mm. And they would be like, oh that's cute instead of being like it's my like multimedia company that makes me like a living yeah I was like it's just a cute Instagram account I run like it's not this big it's not a big thing yeah just oh. something I do on the side <laughs> on the weekends just maybe a good selling today yeah yeah sales went well today that was really interesting to hear and I I just love stories and hearing about how people, where they came from and how they got to where they are today. And so to hear that that is a pivotal moment for you in realizing you can do more through a passion of yours and like how that has also helped your vision with girls that invest is really interesting. I hope it was somewhat helpful. Like I know we didn't deep dive too much and I'm sure we'll do it more in like future episodes. Mm-hmm. But if you've listened into this and you're like, oh, I actually have like more questions off the back of this episode. Like how did you reach out? Like what's a good copy or what's a good like marketing strategy or this or that? Like please let us know. Send us a DM. Email us at hello at girls I am loving this 
like this series has given me so much life because everything I've been able to do has been trial and error. Like I didn't have a business degree. It was more just like what I think is going to work. And Mm. oftentimes it didn't work, but the things that did work, I would just continue to do more of them and build on them. And I think it's so fun now to like not give back, but like share my learnings because I'm like this has changed my life like to be financially free is so absolutely life-changing like I want everyone to at least know that this is how I did it yeah Yeah. thank you yeah and I think sharing your stories and stuff it makes it seem a lot more accessible like you're like if this girl can do it I can do it I'm like (laughs) well you started recording girls that invest in like the bedroom next to me and you just come come down be like hey like I'm recording a podcast and at the time do you mind being quiet like my nephew was like two or three and I was like okay we'll we'll take him somewhere or like you guys were the best I felt so bad that was like a that was a few months of that wasn't it yeah (laughs) oh but it was all good like we were just like it's it's cool so yeah it's really awesome to hear that truly you can get to amazing places by just starting starting I hate saying that just start (laughs) but starting and having I think the like knowledge behind it to back yes how to start and where to start and what to avoid and what to do and we'll keep doing that through the series like let us know what else you want but I've enjoyed having this chat and you're I completely forgot I used to record in the bedroom next to you yeah I remember <laughs> your partner being like, when it started blowing up, he was like, why are you living in a spare bedroom? <laughs> he literally was like, you're just here in, in the room. Like, yeah. He's like, you're on the news and you're also like in the spare like little bedroom that like. Just like, I'm, I'm recording now, guys. Hey, I got to go now. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, well, it's probably a good place to wrap it up. But to summarize, when you're looking at getting started, Obviously, making $50,000 in a day is not an overnight success, but it comes from having the business idea, having products that you know are scalable and can be sold multiple times over rather than a service. And I think the true secret to success was using a print-on-demand service. I used one called Printful, P, like print. Yeah. I'm just going to spell that out. And then full, like F-U-L. Yep. And they were fantastic. And so anytime someone would buy something, whether that was a big order or a small order, it was never sold out. And that was just like the best part because it would just get, then get made and sent. Lovely. It's been fabulous. So I've enjoyed this chat. I'll see you next week. See you next week. Kakite. Bye. And as always, to finish off with our disclaimer, Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence.